We're learning today the Gemara and Daf Memches. We're going to start towards the bottom of Daf Mem Zayin. Am I making a mistake? No, go one block before. The bottom of Daf Mem Vav, and we're going to be learning Daf Mem Zayin. So the Gemara here brought all kinds of klolim, benigayat to piske dinim. If you have a machlekes tanoim between Rabbi Yudan Rabbi Meir, Rabbi Yudan Rabbi Yaisi, Rabbi Yudan Rabbi Shimon, Rabbi Yaisi Rabbi Shimon, all these different scenarios of machlekes, and the Gemara brought klolim how you paskin. So, for example, Rabbi Yudan Rabbi Shimon, the Allah would be like Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Yudan Rabbi Yaisi, the Allah would be like Rabbi Yaisi. But then the Gemara brought that Rabbi Misharshi has said, we don't follow any of these klalim, and the halacha is going to be in each case according to the reasoning of that case, and we're going to be machriya in each case separately. So the Gemara now is questioning what Rav Misharshi has said. The next omid the Gemara is going to bring a couple of different uh, places of piske dinim, which seem to imply or might be the source of what Rav Misharshi has said that we don't follow any of these klalim. Let's see. Sakta Gemara Ella. The first word on the line is Itmar, about five, six lines from the bottom. Ela So we have a Mishnah that's actually over here in Masechta Erevin. We're going to learn it soon, another 15 blood about. The Tnan says there in the Mishnah as follows. Ir shal yachid, a city of a yachid. According to Rashi's Pshat, this is a city that has less than 600,000 people in it. Taisvis, other Rishayinim hold, Ir shal yachid means literally a city that belongs to one person. Venasis shal rabim, and then it became a city of a rabim. Ma'arvim as kula, you can make an Erev Chatzedes for the entire city. Of course, it's talking about a city that doesn't have a street that's a Rishus Arabim, that's 16 Amas wide. So you can make a Rishus Arabim for everybody in the city. Shorabim, Venasa Shal Yachid, if it was a city that belonged to a Rabim, and then it became a city of a Yachid, less than 600,000 people. Ma'arvim as kula, you can't make an Erev in it, because if you do, people will come to think that you can make an Erev even for a city of a Rabim, because that's what it was before. And it might become again a city for, of a rabbim of 600,000 people. Ela in Cain, you have to make some kind of a hacker. Ela in Cain, You have to leave out of your Erev Chatseris a portion of the city in order to make a hacker that this is not an Erev that can be used for a Ir Shal Rabim. How much do you have to leave out? So Rabbi Yehuda says you have to leave out the amount like a new city in Yehuda, which had 50 people living in it. You have to leave out 50 people, 50 houses or 50 chatzeres of this uh, Erev that you're making in this city. Rabbi Shimon says you don't have to leave out that much. You can make a much smaller hacker. Three courtyards of two houses is enough to leave out to make a hacker that this is an Erev that's being used for Yishal Yochid and it's not Yishal Rabim. Okay, we'll see more of the details of this machlekes when we learn it later on Daphnun Tess. We'll get to the side. Huh? We'll get to the side who gets left out. Okay, it's a good question, right? Huh? Who gets left out? Stam are those that are on the outskirts of the city. Akopanim, now the Gemara says, Omerav Choma Baguria Omerav, Halachik Rab Shimon. We paskin in this case like Rab Shimon. Uman Polegalei, who argued in Rab Shimon in this case? Rab Yehuda. Rab Yehuda is the one that argued. So how could you say that Allah is like Rab Shimon? Didn't we say that in a case of an argument between Rab Yehuda and Rab Shimon, Allah is like Rab Yehuda? So here we're saying that Allah is like Rab Shimon. So this would be the source for what Rav Mishashi said that we don't follow these klalim, as we see here. So to Gemara, no, it's not a raya. Same like we said before. Umay kushi. What's the question from here? Dilma hachanami. In this case as well. This that we said, that Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Shimon, the halachas like Rabbi Yehuda, is in a case when there was no psak din given down. 
So there was no Kabbalah, there was no Psak Din for whatever reason. So then we say that we just follow the general cloud that Allah is like Rabbi Yehuda. But maybe this is a case where there was a Psak Din given for this case. And over here the Psak is like Rabbi Shimon. There was a reason why the Pasuk is like Rabbi Shimon, so the cloud doesn't apply. The Gemara said the same Teres before. But uh, even, even the Gemara knows of this Teres, but the Gemara asks this again. The Ritva says, because this is the second case where we find that Rav Chome Bagorian, the name of Rav, Paskins like Rav Shimon. So the Gemara sees it one time, the Gemara says, no, you could say maybe here this is a, a special case that the Psak was given already. The Gemara sees it a second time, the Gemara thinks, no, this is maybe already a Raya that we do Paskin like Rav Shimon and not like Rav Yehuda. But the Gemara says, no, Afal Piken, you could say that this is a case where there was a Psak given already for some reason over here, Dafka like Rav Shimon. I'll bring you another Mishnah. Also, Vaitar over here. A person leaves this house. He's leaving for Shabbos. He went to a different city. So we're talking about an Eid of Chatzeris. The whole issue of Eid of Chatzeris is that you have many people, many houses that are sharing one courtyard. So everyone has to participate together. But how about a person that left? So he's not here, Bechlal. He's not going to be there in the courtyard for Shabbos. Or in his house for Shabbos. Whether he's a guy, whether he's a Yid, he left. doesn't matter. Oyser. He still asks the other people in the Chatzar, if they don't include him in the Eid of Chatzeris, he he's going to ask them. Why? Because Bepayel, this is his dwelling. Even if he's not there, it doesn't matter. Hayes, this is his dwelling. If he doesn't, make, if he doesn't participate in the Eid of Chatzeris before he leaves, then he asks us on everyone. Divrei Rab Meir. Rab Yudayimir Rab Yudah says, no, ain't no Yisr. He doesn't, he's not there. If he's not living there, so therefore he doesn't ask on anybody else. Is referring to the house that he's leaving or the house that he's going to? Leaving from. Says, if it's a guy that's living here and he left, he will ask for the Yidin that are there. And the reason is simple, because a guy would come back in the middle of Shabbos. Yisrael But a Yid that leaves does not ask him, because he leaves, he's gone for the entire Shabbos. He's not going to come back on Shabbos. A person that leaves his house on Shabbos, and he's going for Shabbos to his daughter in the same city. So it's very easy for him to come back home on Shabbos. The fact that he left for Shabbos, that's even if he's staying in the same city, he doesn't ask from anybody else. He already took his mind off the dwelling in this Chatzar. He's not going to be there for Shabbos. So he doesn't have to be included in the Eid of Chatzeris. Okay, So we have many, a few opinions. Rab Meir, Rab Yehuda, Rab Yaisi, Rab Shimon, four different opinions about this. Now what's the halacha? Omer Avcham Ebagur Yamarav. Halacha Kerab Shimon. The halacha is like Rab Shimon. Umam Palagale. Who argues on Rab Shimon? Rab Yehuda. Rab Yehuda argues in him. The truth is Rab Yehuda also argues. But at least Rab Yehuda and Rab Shimon, the halacha should be like Rab Yehuda. We said before. For Omer Rab Yehuda and Rab Shimon, halacha Kerab Yehuda. So why over here a third time we're paskening like Rab Shimon? Umai Kush. Again the Gemara gives the same answer. Over here, this was an exception. This is a case where the halacha was said, dafka, like there was a reason why the halacha is like Rav Shimon. The klal is only in a case where there was no specific psak, so then we follow the klal. Dr. Gemara, I have another case. We learned in Mishnah. This is again, the Eid of Tuchumen. Also over here, in two blots from now, we're going to learn this. So we learned there in the Mishnah, An Oni that has no bread to place down for his native Tchumen, so how does he make a native? He has to go there by foot. He has to be there physically. 
Ano ain lano ela ani. Only an ani can use his to go himself to establish the Eid of. Otherwise, Chachamim's takana of making an Eid of Tchumen was how do you establish your dwelling? Through the food. You have to go and put down past food over there. That's Rabbi Meir's opinion. Rabbi Hudaimeh. That this Indian, that you can go by, by, by yourself, with your feet there and be only, there, only, only an ani could do that. A person that has food, though, has to put down food there. Rabbi Hudaimeh, Rabbi Hudaimeh says, Echad ani. The Echad Asher, it makes no difference whether it's an Ani, whether it's an Asher, you can go there with your feet, you don't have to put down food there. The whole Indian of putting pass is not a Chumrah, that you must put food there. Fakert, it's a Kula, that if you don't want to go there by feet, which is even better, this is a Kula that you can put down food there. But if you go there by foot and you're there presently, physically, that's the best. That's the Machlaikis between Rabbi Yudin and Rabbi Meir. So now, what, who's Allah like? Mastin la Rav Chibarashi. Huh? Yeah, Mamish. Is the concept of pass a Chumrah or a Kula? Correct. Mastin la Rav Chibarashi la Chibarav kamede Rav echad oni ve echad ashi. So he said in front of Rav that like, like this shit there, that both an oni, both an asher can go there physically and you don't have to have food to put there. V'omar lei Rav, and Rav said to him, Siyem ba, you should conclude on this, Siyem ba nami, you should conclude about this, halachik Rabbi Yehuda, that over here we paskin like Rabbi Yehuda. So now the question is, why did Rav say specifically here that Allah is like Rabbi Yehuda? Tati lomali, why did Rav have to repeat this? If there's a general cloud that Allah is always like Rabbi Yehuda, so we know that already. V'omrit Rav Meir Rabbi Yehuda, halachik Rabbi Yehuda. Sakta Gemara, umay kushya, what's the question? Oh, maybe Rav Taket does not hold of these Klolim. Before we were quoting in the name of Rabbi Yechenen, I believe it was. Yeah, Rabbi Yechenen, Om Rabbi Yechenen, Rabbi Yudav, Rabbi Shimon, Allah, Rabbi Yudah. Rav Taket doesn't hold of this Klol. So, but it's not a question on Rabbi Yechenen. So when Rav Misharshi before said, Lest Allahani Kloli, it's only according to Rav, not according to Rabbi Yechenen. So now the Gemara is going to bring a question on Rabbi Yechenen himself. Elamaditnan, learnt in another Mishnah, Mesechti Yevamis. You should not do chalitza or yibum until three months after her husband passed away. Because there's a possibility she's pregnant and then there's no chalitza and there's no yibum. Not only there's no yibum, yibum is an isakaris in a case where it's, it's uh, the brother of her husband and she has children so she's not allowed to marry him. So you have to wait three, three months to be sure that she's not pregnant. Similar, you have halacha regarding any woman. They should not get remarried. <coughs> and not even Edison, the Kedushin, the first stage, before it comes to Nisuin. You have to wait three months. Whether they, they, they were married before, and the Basulais, they never had any relations with their husband. They, wore, they did have relations with their husband. Doesn't make a difference in any of these cases. An Almana, a Grusha, she was only an Arusa to the first husband, or Nesua, fully married. In all of these cases, you have to wait three months. Even though. The, the svarat to have to wait three months is only in a case where she had relations with her first husband. So then there's a chash that she's pregnant and therefore we don't want her to get married to the second husband. Right? So you're not going to know the child, if the child is bo- born from the first, who, who the child is from. Right? But is, gonna be, is, the chi- is the child going to be, is the child from the, from the first uh, husband or from the second husband? Yeah. Second. Um, so there's a here. That's Rashi here brings. This whole thing is a that 
Even though if she was only an arusa to the first husband, so there's no there's no reason to be concerned. She can get married right away to the second husband. But nevertheless, the Chacham will gaze in all cases that you have to wait three months to know who who's the, the, the father, the child, the, the, of the father of the child. This also that she can't be in Edus and she can't do with the new ones also Correct, correct. Rabbi Yudaimer, Rabbi Yehuda says, no, we don't always make this gzeda. Nisuais yisarsu, va'arusais yinosu. If she was married with Nisuin, fully married before, so then she can get remarried right away, but only Edison. Because there's no relations yet with a new husband. So they're going to wait three months. They'll make an Edison, the Kedushin, and then the Nisuan will be later. Or Arusais, if there was only a Kedushin with the first husband and she wasn't fully married yet, so then Yinosu. She can go and get married right away with the second husband. There's no Kshash about the uh, three months to wait. Chutz me Arusa Shabi Yehuda. There's one exception. An Arusa in the area of Yehuda and Eretz Yisrael, over there, their minig was, even before Nisuin, the husband and wife were together and uh, separately, and Gaspa, he was comfortable with her, and there's a chashash that maybe he had relations with her, and you have to wait three months. But besides Yehuda, where they had this custom, it's not necessary to wait. Rabbi Yehuda, that is, Rabbi Yehuda says, call Anoshim Yisarsu, any women can get um, married with Edison uh, to, a, to a new husband and don't have to wait. Right? So Rashi of here says, Rabbi Yossi is saying, Kol yisarsu, that, which means that uh, the Tanakhama said that you can't be, make any Edison. Rabbi, Rabbi Yossi is saying you could, Edison. And also, uh, Rabbi Yossi is coming to say that if she, she was an Arusa before, she can even get married now with full Nisuan. Even though Rabbi Yossi is not saying it befedish in his Lashem, but that's how Rashi learns this. That Rabbi Yaisi says basically that in any case that there's no reason for this uh, for this uh, to, to wait, there's no chash to wait. There's no gzeira. There's no reason for any gzeira. The noshim that were arusais before can get married now. The noshim that were married before with nisuin can now get married with kedushin with edison. Chutz. There's only one time that you have to wait. Chutz ben almane mipnei ha'ibul. And almane because of the avelos has to wait uh, till the avelos ends. But besides the Indian of Avelos, besides this Indian of knowing if she's pregnant or not, besides that, you don't have to wait at all. That's the Machlekes between who? Rabbi Yehuda, Yavatanakama, which is Rabbi Meir, Bepashtos, and Rabbi Yehuda, and Rabbi Yaisi. Yeah, the Gemara is going to bring soon Rabbi Meir, yeah. And then the Gemara says on this, who do we Paskin like? So the Gemara now says as follows, Rabbi Loza, for some reason, wasn't in the Bismedrash. Now, Ashkechel Rabbi Yehuda, He's the founder of Ashi standing. Amalei, my Omer bebei medrasha. What was said in the Bismedrash? Amalei, hachi Omer Rabbi Yechenin. Rabbi Yechenin said, so this is not Rabbi Yechenin. The Gemara wants to ask a steer on Rabbi Yechenin himself. Rabbi Yechenin said, halacha ke Rabbi Yaisi. Over here, the halacha is like Rabbi Yaisi. So the Gemara says, miklal di yichido apologale. If he's saying the halacha is like Rabbi Yaisi, so probably the one that argued on Rabbi Yaisi was a yachid. Not against the Rabbim. If they would be against the Rabbim, he wouldn't pass in like Rabbi Yaisi. So we're trying to figure out over here, who's the Tanakama? In the Mishnah we just quoted, there was no name for the Tanakama. Was the Tanakama a Rabbim or a Yochid? So the Gemara says, in, yes, the Tanakama over here is a Yochid. It's Rabbi Meir. Tanya, as we learned in Abraisa, Haresh, Savia, a woman that she was married, but she would always go back to her father's house. She had she didn't have a good relationship with her husband. Her husband is old, sick. She was sick, or Akara, or Zakena, Ketana, Islandis. 
she couldn't um, give birth, she couldn't become pregnant. She can't give birth. Her husband is in prison. Or she, um, she doesn't, she can't keep a baby and she's mapple the baby. After her husband passes away, even though in all of these examples, we, we know that there was no relations between husband and wife, nevertheless, there was a gzeda that you have to wait three months. That's Rab Meir. So that's the Tanakhama. Tanakhama was Rab Meir. Rab Yaisi says, no, she can get married right away. There's no gzeda in such a case where you know that the, the, the first marriage, there was no relations. <coughs> so here we have a machlaikis between Rab Yaisi and Rab Meir. And what happened? Rabbi Yechanan came and said that the halacha is like Rabbi Yaisi. Why did Rabbi Yechanan have to say here that the halacha is like Rabbi Yaisi? Didn't Rabbi Yechanan say before that the halacha is like Rabbi Yaisi? So now we have a question on Rabbi Yechanan himself. What's the question? Maybe the reason it had to be said over here is because we're talking about a gzeda of Chazal. And when it comes to a gzeda of Chazal, so Shmuel said, the Omar, When it comes to gzedas of Chazal, and there's arguments, how to apply a gzeda, and Rab is machmer, Shmuel said, regarding gzedas, we do follow Rab even against Rab So over here, Rab Yechanan had to exclude from that statement of Shmuel, even when he gets to a gzeda, that we, that we pass in like Rab and not like Rab So there's no raya from this case. Bring your eye from another case from a Braise. You can go to a marketplace of Goyim. This is talking about on the holidays of Goyim, and they have their marketplace where you can buy things. So you can go to that marketplace of Goyim on their, on their holidays. And you can buy from them Behema, Vodim, Shvachis, Batim, Sodis, Kromim, animals, servants, slaves, houses, vineyards, fields. The case of a Meilaber Koyes Shalahem. And you can even go to their courts to write up a document to prove that you bought it. What's the issue here? So, as Rashi says, the issue is this is a Gemara in the beginning of a Vedazara that talks about not doing business with Goyim on the days of their holidays because you can cause them to come to, to pay gratitude to their Vedazara for this sale. So, why are you allowed to do this? Because you're saving these things from their hands. Rashi says of here, you're talking about an Eretz Yisrael. To save it for them, from them for Yishuv Eretz Yisrael. And in the other cases also to take the behemoths of Adam Shvachas to buy it from the Goyim to be used for the Yidin, for, for what Yidin needed. So, Kamatzel Miyodam, you're allowed to go to their marketplace and you're even allowed to go to their courthouses as well. Another thing it says in this Braise, if we're talking about a Kayim, he's allowed to go out and Chutzlaretz and be Metame himself. Chutzlaretz has a Tum, a Gzeir of Chazal, that is a Tum in Chutzlaretz. A Kayim is allowed to go out into Chutzlaretz, Lodun to go for, for a judgment and to fight with them, to be able to hold on to something that you bought from a guy. Then the Bible says another thing, A Kayim is allowed to go and be Metame himself, going out to Chutzlaretz, He's also even allowed to go into a Beis Akvaris for this purpose. So the Gemara asks the question, Beis Akvaris, Kain is allowed to go on a base akvaris for this? Tumadai Raisi. Base Akvaris is a Tumadai Raisa. How could a Kain be over on a Tumadai Raisa for such a purpose? So the Gemara clarifies Elo the base apras the Rabbanon. It's talking about a base apras, which we had before a few times, a field that had a cave in it and it was it was uh, plowed and there could be remnants of pieces of the dead body, so there was a Xair of Chazal that a Kain shouldn't go there. 
That's what we're talking about. Another thing it says in this Braise, Umetame, Lisa, Isha, Velilmetere. A coin is allowed to be Metame himself, go into Abesa Pras or into Chutzlaretz for the purpose of getting married or for the purpose to go learn Tere by somebody. That's the Tanakama. Now, Omer Ab Yehuda, Emesai, Bizman Shem, Maitzelilmet. That's only if he doesn't find in Eretz Yisrael somebody to learn Tere from. Avamaitzelilmet, Loyetame. If he finds who to learn Tayyid by, he has someone in Eretz Yisrael, so then he's not allowed to go out in Chutzlar, it's in Bimitam himself. Rabbi Yaisi Rabbi argues and says, no, it doesn't make a difference. Af, Bizman, Even if he has a Rebbe in Eretz Yisrael that he could learn Tayyid from, Nami Yitame. He's also allowed to go out to Chutzlar, it's in Bimitam himself. Why? A person will not merit to learn Tayyid from just anybody. You have to find somebody that he could learn Taita from, that's teaching properly and appropriately. Rashi says, look at the, the, the top of Rashi, second line, Yesh Rav, There's a Rav that teaches properly and organized and clear, and he wants to go learn from someone else Taita, that he could learn Taita from him. So therefore, Rabbi Yaisi says, he's allowed to go out into Chutzlar, it's for this purpose. Vam Rabbi Yaisi, Rabbi Yaisi said, to back up his opinion, Maise v'yesef hakayin. He left Eretz Yisrael, he went to Tzidon and Chutzlar, it's to learn Teireh Behem, because that's where he was able to learn Teireh. This is the end of this Braise. So there's the Machlaikis here between Rav Meir, Rav Yaisi, Rav Yehuda, Tanakamer, Rav Yaisi, Rav Yehuda, Benigayat, who, at least Rav Yaisi and Rav Yehuda, Benigayat, to going out in the Chutzlar, it's to learn Teireh by a Rebbe that you feel you can learn from. That we paskin like Rabbi Yaisi. So the question is, Lomali, why did Rabbi Yechenen have to say that we passed in like Rabbi Yaisi? Vahomret, Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yaisi, Allah, Rabbi Yaisi. Didn't we always say that the halach is like Rabbi Yaisi? Rabbiye, Rabbiye answers, it's No, he did have to say it again over here. Why? So, Maybe that was only said regarding arguments in a Mishnah. But maybe a Braisa would be different. Before the Gemara kept on quoting Mishnahs. Now we brought a Braisa. So maybe in a Braisa we don't pass like Rabbi Yaisi. Kamash Mulan, therefore he's telling you that even in a Braisa the Allah is still like Rabbi Yaisi. So the conclusion here is we don't have any source from any place where we see that we don't follow these Kalolim. Rabbi Misharshi has said that we don't follow these Kalolim. We don't find any source for this. Ella, the Gemara concludes, This is what Rav Misharshi meant to say. Hani Kloli, all these Kloli about Piske Dinim, Lav Not everybody agrees to this. The Harav, Lesla Hani Kloli. As we already proved before, Rav doesn't hold of these Kloli. Rav Yechenem Taka held of these Kloli. But Rav did not hold of these Kloli. That's all he meant to say. And by the way, the halacha between Rav and Rav Yechenem, I believe we always pass in like Rav Yechenem. So therefore we do accept all these Kloli and Piske Dinim, because we pass in like Rav Yechenem. <clears throat> okay, now we return back to the halachas of Masech Te'edevin. Zok Te'gemarem, to what we learned in our Mishnah. What did we learn in our Mishnah? Just to remind you again, Machleikis of Rabbi Yechenim ben Nuri and the Rabbana. What was the Machleikis? The Machleikis was, when you get to a person that's asleep, are you allowed to make an Erev if there's no Das? Does it take effect? You're asleep or you have a Chayfetz, which is Hefker. And there is no, there's no owner, Bechlal. Does that chayfetz have a Eidov wherever it is? Or in other words, the Shvisa. The Shvisa of that Eidov takes place wherever it is without any Das at all. That was the Machlaikis in our mission between Rabbi Yechenin and the Chachamim. How does that practically work anyways? What do you mean by that? It's like, don't you have to say something? Or like... No, no. 
That's the Chiddush of it. You don't have to say anything. The very fact that you're present there, even though you're asleep, but you're present there when Shabbos comes in, the Eidav takes effect. The very fact that the item is there in that place, even though there's no owner that's thinking about it or establishing its Shvisa there, that's its Shvisa and it has 2,000 Amas around in that area. An item that belongs to a guy. It is not it is not kind of shvisa in the place where it is. It doesn't have the two thousand amas based on the place where it is. Whichever yid will get this chayfitz on Shabbos, that will become its tchum, not the tchum of the guy. Or, for example, if a guy, this is, there's also a kul over here. If a guy brings it from out of the tchum, he brings it to the yid from out of the tchum. So then. Usually, something that leaves its tchum, what's the halacha? You're not allowed to move it more than dal damas out of its tchum. But if you say that chavtsei nochri don't have a tchum, so even if the guy brought it from out of his original tchum, you can still move it around. When you get it, you can move it around from your tchum because it never had its original tchum. It doesn't get established by a guy. As we'll see in the Hemshech of the Gemara, this whole concept of being kaina shvise is a takon of chazal. And it's a takon of chazal specifically for Yidin. Legabe the nochri, legabe the guy himself. There's no such a thing that a guy is kind of shvisa, right? Now the question though is, how about the chayfits of the nochri? The guy himself, there's no such a thing of shvisa by a guy. The chayfits of the guy is that kind of shvisa or not? So Rabbi Yudah Mashmul says, chayfitzay nochri ain't kind of shvisa. So now the Gemara wants to know, based on the machloikas we had in our Mishnah, leman. According to who? What is he saying this? Was he saying this according to the Rabbanon? It's obvious. You don't, it's not necessary to say this. Rabbanon hold even just the ownerless chayfetz. There's no bailam at all. There's no shvisa there. The chayfetz that belongs to a guy. And by a guy there's no shvisa b'chlal. For sure there should be no shvisa to any item that's owned by the guy. So that you don't have to say this, benigayat to the opinion of the Rabbanu, it would be poshit. This can't be what the Rav Yudah Mashmul meant. Ela aliba the Rav Yechenim Benuri. He was saying this according to Rav Yechenim Benuri. The Kamash Malan, and what he's telling you is, Eim, Edom Rav Yechenim Benuri, Kainin Shvise. Rav Yechenim Benuri says that even if you're asleep, you could establish your shvisa there, or even if you have an ownerless item, Hefke that is, Hanimili, Hefze Hefke. Something which is Hefke, the less Lu Bailam. There's no owner, so therefore the chayfis itself, wherever it is, it establishes its shvisa in that place. But if you have a chayfis that belongs to a goy, and by a goy, chazal will not misak in shvisa at all, so the chayfis follows the status of the goy. And there's no shvisa at all. In this case, Rabbi Yechenim would agree that there is no shvisa. That's what we have to say. So according to what the Gemara is saying now, it comes out, that what Rav Yudah Mashmul was saying is that Lokula Alma, whether the Rabbanon, whether even Rav Yechen and Benuri, Lokula Alma, the chayfits of a guy, there's no shvisa. There's no such a thing as it has a space where it establishes its uh, dwelling. Meisvei, so the Gemara asks on this, the Gemara brings a Befeidah Shebraise, where we see that the chayfits of a guy does have a shvisa. Pshem ben keli you borrow a keli from a guy in Yontif, you lent a keli to a guy from before Yomtev. And then the guy returned you this keli on Yomtev. Any keli, or any oitzris, any storehouses, which are hefker. That these were thing, the, all these things were inside the tchum of the city, inside the tchum of another yid in the city. So they have 2,000 amas to each side to go. 
So we see over here we're applying the union of Tchum b'nigei to Kalim that came from a guy. And then it says also, V'nachri shehevi loy peris mechutz l'tchum, a guy that brought you peris from outside of the Tchum, hareze loy yezizam im kaimam. You're not allowed to move it from its place because it had its original Tchum and it left its Tchum. Once it leaves its Tchum, you can't move it from its place. So we see clearly that there is a Tchum by a chavit that belongs to a guy. If you're going to say that this could follow the opinion of Rabbi Yechen ben Nuri, just like Rabbi Yechen ben Nuri says, when a person is asleep, or a chayvitz of Hefke establishes a shvisa, we say the same thing regarding a chayvitz of a guy. So then I'll say, how many Rabbi Yechen ben Nuri? So this b'ra'is is following the opinion of Rabbi Yechen ben Nuri. But if you're going to say that Rav Yudam Ashmul was saying that Lukula Alma, that Rabbanon, and even Rav Yechan Ibn is also made it, that the Chayfits of a guy, there's no Shvisa there, so how many? Who's this Bryce according to? There's nobody that it goes according to. So therefore the Gemara Taka retracts. Dr. Gemara, you're right. We're going to have to say, that the chayfetz of a goy does establish a shvisa. There is a tchum that's established by the chayfetz of a goy. Shmuel said a statement that the chayfetz of a goy does not establish a shvisa. That's only according to the opinion of the Rabbanon. But you asked the question, according to the Rabbanon, this is obvious. Why would Rabbi Yechelen Benuri, why would the Shmuel, that is, have to say this? If he holds that when a person is asleep or a chayfetz of hefke is not kind of shvisa, for sure a chayfetz of anachi shouldn't be. So the says, no, there is a chiddish. Ma'od the teimet, there's a swara to say that by a chayfetz that's owned by a goy, there's a reason to be machmer. Gizayre bailem de nachri otu bailem de Yisrael. There would be a reason to be goyz, just like a person that owns a chayfetz, a Yisrael that owns a chayfetz. So the chayfetz he owns, the shvisa of that chayfetz is established according to the Yisrael. So I would maybe make a gzeda and say that to apply the same thing by a guy, not in order not to confuse the two. Gzeda, again, gzeda, bailem de nochri, ot bailem de Yisrael, kamash malon, that was his chiddush, you don't make this gzeda. That's what Shmuel said. So therefore, his chiddush was that the chayfetz of a nochri doesn't have a shvisa and we don't make this gzeda. But according to Rav Yechen and Ben-Nuri, the chayfetz of a guy does have a shvisa. And that's the b'raise before. Okay, now the Gemara brings that Rabbi Yechenen himself argued on this. Rabbi Yechenen holds, The chayfetz of a guy is kaina shvisa where it is. This gzayda taka, he held, we make this gzayda. We're taka geyser on this. And this is how we pass. The halacha always is, like Rabbi Yechenen, as the Gemara is going to say right now. Yeah, so I mean, if a guy delivers you an item from out of the tchum, on Yontif, on Shabbos, you're not allowed to move the item. You brought it out of the Tchum, not, 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 not allowed to use it. We had before in the Gemara, if the guy brought it, then it was not for you. He brought it for someone else, so then maybe there's a heter. Maybe, not sure. But if for sure, if a guy is bringing something from out of the Tchum, you get a delivery on Shabbos of something out of the Tchum, so then for sure you're not allowed to bring it. I had actually a few years ago this thing on uh, Yontif. I was waiting for chairs. I needed for my sukkah chairs. And the delivery was supposed to come on Erev Yantif. And to my mazel, when did it arrive? On Yantif. So I wasn't sure if I could use it or not. So Erev Yantif, what did I do? I went and checked on the, um, on the progress of the thing. And I saw that it's already in the distributing place within the Tchum. It was already in Brooklyn. It just didn't bring it to my house. So on Yantif, it didn't come from out of the Tchum. So I was able to use my chairs on Yantif in the sukkah. Is that a concept of Nailid? Uh, no, no, no. Not Nailid. No, no, Nailad, 
Neilid is a beitzer shenelda or a child that's neilid or the rain. No, 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 no. That's not called neilid. It was already in the tchum. Elamai, the guy brought it to me. If, if theoretically I could have walked there myself and got it. Okay. Now the Gemara brings a story to pass in the halacha of hotels that have programs right. Right, and they bring deliveries on Shabbos and Yantif itself. Yes, Shaila, amongst many other Shailas in the hotels. Zakta Gemara, Hanu, Dachri, there were these behemoths, these rams, the Asul, the Mivrachta, that were brought to the city Mivrachta on Yantif. Sharaluhu Rava Lebnei Mechuzeh, so Rava allowed the people of Mechuzeh that was in, within the Tchum of Mivrachta, Lemizvah Minayu, to buy from these animals that Goyim brought on Yantif. Amalei Ravina Lerava, so Ravina said to Rav, "My daitech, why are you allowing them to use this?" Dom Rav Yudah Mashmul, Chefzei Nachri, Ein Kain and Shvisa. You following what Shmuel said that because Goyim brought it, so it's not Kain and Shvisa, so they brought it from Arad Tchum. It doesn't matter; you could still use it. But for Hashmuel, for Rav Yechenin, Allah Rav Yechenin. An argument between Shmuel and Rav Yechenin. The klal is we always follow like Rav Yechenin. Va'am Rav Chia, but Rav Nam Rav Yechenin. Chefzei Nachri, Kain and Shvisa. It is kind of shvis, and it was brought from out of the tchum, so you can't move them, you can't use them. Gzeira bailam the nachri ought to bailam the Israel because there's a gzeira, as we said before. So the Gemara says, you're right. So he hold on, Marav, so Rav took a change, and Rav said, Lizdavnu levnei mevrachta, the these rams should be sold to the people of mevrachta. The kulu mevrachta lididhu kedal damas damia. The entire city of mevrachta is like within four amas. Rashi explains because the city of mevrachta was surrounded with a wall or with a, with a, whatever kind of fence, and therefore it's like one big rishus ayachet. What's the halacha if something's brought from out of the tchum and then placed into a rishus ayachet? So we already learned before in the beginning of the Pedic. Goyim that brought a yid out of the tchum and placed him into a rishus ayachet. The entire rishus ayachet, according to Rabban Gamliel, is considered to be like dal damis. So therefore, for the people of Mevrachte, they could use these rams for yantiv to shecht them for yantiv, but not to take to the city of Mechuza, even though it was within the tchum of Mevrachte, but it's out of that rishus ayachet. They can't use it because there is a shvisa for something that belongs to a guy. Yeah. Yeah, we pass them like Rabbi Gamliel. It's not a Rishusayachid though. Oh, because you put it outside. It was... Huh? Saying it was outside in Rishusayachid. If they put it in your house. Uh, maybe, maybe you have a point about that. I have to check that up. Okay, maybe. I hear you. Okay. Uh, I think uh, one of my kids asked that over Shaila if a package comes on Shabbos on the porch. Okay. I'm allowed to take it in. I think he said you're allowed to take You're allowed it. to. So maybe it's because it's in Rishusayachid. That's why. Shusayachid. Maybe that's the side of it, yeah. Okay, very good.